You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All of you Foxborough faithful, you are now locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. It is Monday, May 10th, 2021, and get excited, folks, because it is once again hashtag Locked On Murph Monday right here on your daily home for news, notes, and analysis infused with the occasional opinion on your six-time Super Bowl champions, the New England Patriots. Today's episode of Locked On Patriots is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. And greetings and salutations, Patriots Nation. Thank you for once again kicking off your work week with Locked On Patriots. My name is Mike DeBate, your host of the Locked On Patriots podcast, which of course is a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And Pats fans, because it's your team every day, that means your questions, comments, and feedback are always welcomed, very much appreciated. So share that feedback, send it to the internet by reaching out to me and following me on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-F-P-C. And while you're out there doing some Monday muddling through that Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. Patriots fans, with each passing day, we get one day closer to the start of the 2021 NFL season. Your New England Patriots attack the 2021 free agent market with an aggression we haven't seen in years here in Foxborough. Pretty good draft haul as well. But even as the Patriots continue to address their roster, adding pieces here and there, there is still plenty of question marks around this team. And I'm not trying to stir the pot here, I don't mean to be the bearer of bad tidings, but there are still some positions on this roster that have some questions surrounding their depth, and the Patriots are certainly not done addressing these positions just yet, as they'll continue to tinker with the roster through the coming days and weeks, through OTAs and minicamp, even through training camp, and right through the beginning part of the NFL season. But what are some of the biggest questions when it comes to the Patriots' roster building in 2021? Well, if we're being honest, that's a monster-sized question, folks. Good thing for us, our guest today has some monster-sized wisdom and counsel that he's just aching to share with all of you. That's right, it's hashtag LockedOnMurphMonday, which means that my good friend, the Green Master of Disaster, the Green King of Sting, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself, the legendary Thomas Murphy joins me here for his weekly appearance on the pod, and we'll be discussing those positions on the Patriots roster that Murph and I feel might still need a little work. Whether it be at the wide receiver position, the interior of the defensive line, maybe the depth along the defensive backfield, Murph and I will leave no stone unturned. And you know my good buddy is always opinionated and candid, but he's usually spot on in his analysis. And folks, quite honestly, when Murph talks, I listen. So sit tight and settle in, Pats Nation. Mondays are always special when Murph drops by the pod, and in just one moment, my good friend will join me here on the hot seat to discuss the biggest questions in Pats Nation when it comes to roster building. But speaking of that roster, Patriots added to that roster on Monday afternoon. According to agent Kenny Zuckerman of Priority Sports and later confirmed by ESPN's Mike Reese, Linebacker Harvey Longy is re-signing with the New England Patriots. And I say re-signing because Longy came to New England originally as an undrafted rookie free agent in 2017. Longy had a great training camp. I remember watching this kid coming up. 
thinking very highly of him and what he could do in a New England Patriots uniform. Unfortunately, after suiting up for only one game with the Pats in 2017 against the New Orleans Saints, he and his wife Cassidy were in a serious car accident in Foxborough, Massachusetts, one that left Harvey suffering from injuries to his head, neck, and back. His wife Cassidy actually broke both hips and multiple ribs. They did fully recover, but Longy had to spend the entire year on the non-football injury-related list in 2017, and in 2018, he was cut loose by the team. He ended up signing with the New York Jets, and for the past couple of seasons, he's been a solid contributor with the Jets. Longy has totaled 76 tackles, two passes defended, and one fumble recovery, played in 30 games with New York, started nine for the JETS Jets, 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 played 45% of the snaps on defense to go with 55% of the snaps on special teams. That's right, folks. A linebacker that can play special teams, Bill loves it. And there's a reason for it. This kid is very adept at being able to do both. Even though terms of the contract were not disclosed, again, ESPN's Mike Reese reporting that the deal is for one year. And from those that I've had a chance to talk to that are close to the team, they remained very high on Harvey Longy. From the time that he first came through Foxborough as an undrafted free agent in 2017, right up until now through his time with the Jets. Really hard to say at this point whether or not a roster spot is going to be guaranteed for Longy. He faces some stiff competition at the position, but I can tell you that this guy knows the system. He's a dual threat both on defense and on special teams, and he caught the eye of Bill Belichick and the Patriots' defensive brass on more than one occasion. I'm glad to see Harvey Longy back in the fold and he's definitely a player I'll have my sharp eye on as the Patriots go through their progressions of OTA, minicamp, and then, of course, training camp in July. So welcome back to New England, Harvey Longy. But does that solve all the Patriots' questions? No disrespect to Harvey, but not even close, folks. There are a lot of positions with a lot of questions surrounding the New England Patriots, and joining me here in just a moment is my good friend, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself, as Thomas Murphy and I talk about the latest burning questions when it comes to Patriots roster building in 2021 when the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. But first, Patriots fans, listen up. Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC, is offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, text the word DRAFT to 231-231. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increase energy and lean muscle mass. Plus, text now, and they'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back in shape absolutely free. Again, text DRAFT to 231-231. That's DRAFT, D-R-A-F-T, to 231-231. Message and data rates may apply. Locked On listeners get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, all your UFC MMA action, and of course the NFL, with the only place that has you covered and the only place we trust. BetOnline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Before the start of your next favorite sporting event, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Again, the website is betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device, and sign up today for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Head over to betonline.ag today, sign up, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. BetOnline your online sportsbook experts. 
Patriots fans, the image of the 2021 NFL Draft is shrinking in our rearview mirror. And throughout the past week here on the pod, we've taken a deep dive into the Patriots 2021 draft class. We're going to continue to take an even deeper dive this week, folks. So fear not. We're going to continue to get to know the new guys here on Locked On Patriots. But now that the first and biggest wave of free agency has passed, and with the draft in the books, what are the biggest question marks still surrounding this roster? Well, to be honest, this is a pretty monster question to begin the week. And to adequately tackle this subject, we need some monster green wisdom and counsel. That's right, folks. He is here. He is ready to roll. Your favorite and mine, my benefactor in this business, the only guest on this pod with his very own branded hashtag, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself, the legendary Thomas Murphy, is back for his weekly appearance here on Lockdown Patriots. Thank you for coming to me in friendship and for joining me today, Don Murph. Oh, man, my pleasure. Is that June yet? Oh, my God, man. We've got to get into it. I, I, I need some We're camp. getting there. I need to, I need to hear pads freaking being smacked together. And, and what you call it. Baseball is getting me through. You guys all know me out there. And, and baseball is my number one love. And it, But man, I'm just itching, Michael. I'm just itching. Thank you for having me back every Monday to do this and, and to scratch that itch just a little bit. Absolutely. A little bit. We, we try to get you to do that just a little, a little bit. bit here on Locked on Patriots. But uh, yeah, we're uh, we're getting there. Uh, June is coming around quickly. And of course, the, uh, you know, mini camps and things of that nature, the schedule being released this week. So a lot of interesting stuff when it comes to football. And yeah, baseball is definitely keeping us all occupied for the time being. You know, Sox doing really well up here. I know you got Team Butchie plugging along. So we all love it. And uh, it's great to be a sports fan in New England. It just really, really is. Um, and, you know, bottom line, bud, we make Mondays fun here on Locked On Patriots. It's hashtag Locked On Murph Monday. Again, you're the only <laughs> guest with his very own branded hashtag. That will always be the case, bud. Never, ever worry about that. Oh. Murph, the Pats roster is taking shape, and we're starting to move toward the start of the 2021 season. A lot of the voids on the Patriots' depth charts have been addressed. Needs a quarterback, tight end offensive line defensive line uh they've all been identified uh and they've all been targeted as the patriots have made moves this offseason to fill out those positions but as always there are still questions and if we're being fair i think there are going to be questions on this roster even after the season begins but they say defense wins championships we're going to start on the offensive side of the ball today let's let's give the defense their just due and close that out uh you know with the defense today but starting on offense Murph heading into this offseason I thought the biggest questions on offense for New England were quarterback tight end and wide receiver I think most right. would agree that two out of the three have been addressed pretty clearly of course I'm talking about quarterback and I'm talking about tight end but with Julian Edelman's retirement some have questioned whether the Patriots have done enough to adequately address the wide receiver void. Patriots signed Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, drafted Trey Nixon, uh, Nikhil Harry, Jacoby Myers, you know, and who made that man a Gunnar Oshelsky still remain on this roster to fill out the depth <laughs> chart for the most part. Got to throw in the meme, bud. Got to throw in the meme. I'm looking Gotta. forward to the Gotta season have it. just so that way I can put more Spaceballs memes on my Twitter feed. It's what I live for. <laughs> but... Murph, I'm higher on the Patriots' potential wide receiver core in 2021 than most because I think the tight ends and the running backs are poised to pick up the slack. But yep. this still is a concern. My question to you is, is this a major concern heading into the Patriots' 2021 season? 
you know, major is is a a large word for for a word that's so small. Uh, should should be much bigger. I, I don't want to call it a major concern, but it is a concern, and it's a concern when we're talking about a sport that is as violent as this one and an offense that is run the way that this one is. And what I'm most concerned about is is not the names that are on the depth chart now, but the guys that may need to be the next man up. That's that's what's bothering me at this point in time. But what folks have to understand is that um like the US Constitution the Patriots depth chart is a living, breathing thing that, that never is truly held in a vacuum. Bill is not done building this roster yet. We have to see what's about to happen in other camps. Um, are there any OTAs still out there that could fit in here? Um, who's going to get cut in a way that would be advantageous for Bill to bring in? And there's always the trade market. Yeah, without any question, there are always the trade market. There are always players that are either having 50-year options declined. Uh, our good yep. friend Bern Bookmasser and uh, Pat's Pulpit uh, earlier today had a great piece on players that are having their 50-year options declined that might be dangled on the trade market, uh, players that are cut loose, uh, training camp casualties. Yep. All of these things can possibly be ways that the Patriots may look to bolster their wide receiver core. Um, you know, you can make the argument that maybe they did didn't adequately address it in the, um, uh, the the draft. I think Trey Nixon has the chance to be a pretty decent receiver in this system, but yep. a lot of people might say that they should have gone in a different direction, or at least they should have gotten someone alongside Trey Nixon uh, that could give a little rookie depth. But ultimately, I agree with you. It is a concern. I don't think it's a major one. The reason why I'm a little higher on this core than most is because I think that the receiving backs that they have on this roster, guys like, say what you will, Sony Michelle, is capable of being a dual threat back when he needs to be. I think he he has more skill in that area than he's shown over the course of the last few years. Obviously, James White is one of the best in the business. He continues to be. And the tight end sets that they're going to be able to run this year now with Hunter Henry, Jean right. Smith, takes a lot of pressure off guys like Dalton Keene uh, and Devin Asiasi to be able to perform. So one of those That's guys it, can Let's step up. Absolutely. Oh. That 12-man personnel is going to be amazing. Today that I am absolutely giddy at the thoughts of the play action schemes that Josh McDaniels is going to dial up this year with those two guys in the lineup. But uh, ultimately, it could be a concern. Aguilar has had his health issues uh, throughout the year, but he had a pretty solid 2020 season. Uh, Bourne, did. I think, is very good in the slot. I think he's a great addition. And I'm looking forward to seeing what the new guys can bring to the table. So. We'll continue to see what the wide receiver core looks like, but I agree with you. I don't think Bill's done here yet, folks. And for anyone that's worried, I think they're going to be just fine. Um, Wideouts aside, bud, uh, because I know we didn't even touch on Nikhil Harry, who I know a lot of people are hoping is jettisoned very quickly here from New England. I still think he's going to be on the roster this year. I agree. I'm the same way. I think there is talent there. I've been called a Nikhil Harry apologist, and a lot of the fan base has a lot of vitriol thrown at his way, but I think this year can be a year where he shines a little bit, folks. So have a little faith in Nikhil Mm -hmm. Harry, but let's put the wideouts aside for just a moment. Um, The Patriots have a address some needs at quarterback, tight end, offensive line, even running back. Uh, The depth charts are pretty well stocked in those areas, but that doesn't mean that they're set in stone. Murph, in your infinite wisdom, buddy, (laughs) when you look at the remainder of of the offense, which of these positions or players 
do you consider to be the Patriots' biggest question mark? Well, I, I don't want to cons- I don't want to specifically point out any players, but I do want to bring up the fact that there's there's not a lot of speed on this um, the offensive side of the ball here, it, be it in uh, the the backfield or outside the hash marks. We're talking about guys that really do not. Um, nobody's going to invite them to the track meet next weekend. That's for damn sure. They're not going to finish ninth out of a bunch of speedsters. Um, these guys in a, in a field of, of 10 running the hundred yard dash, they might finish, you know, 11, 12 and 15. Um, and that gives me a little bit of pause, but as you said before, that's not what this, this offense is going to be built around. And, um, I just say Phil, Phil Perry wrote a, a really nice piece about this, uh, over the weekend and the, the Patriots are at the, um, at their core of uh, playmakers, um, not the quickest bunch in the group, but I, I, I pointed out, excuse me, I pointed out that you know time of possession is much more important than uh, a forty time. Yeah, absolutely. And the way the Patriots are set, I agree with you. It's much more of a plotting, methodical offense that the Patriots are building in terms of guys being in the position they need to be in, getting open, making uh, plays in the field, but being in the right spot at the right time is really, I think, where uh, New England has spent a lot of their capital and a lot of their energy and a lot of their scouting, whether it be guys that they brought in in the draft or players that they brought in through free agency. makes a lot of sense that Mac Jones may end up being the leader of this team, whether it's this year or beyond, because that's the way he plays the game. So he's got the players around him that will be able uh, to uh, to utilize his strengths. But I agree with you. I think in a lot of ways, speed is a concern. It's been a concern for a Patriots team for quite a while. Are they going to rely on the running backs to take pressure off? Are they going to utilize uh, the runners in speed sets or trying to uh, allow them to be able to run along the ground, make plays, extend drives, uh, get third downs on the ground, have third down receiving options like James White available, and then testing defenses if they decide that they can lull them into a false sense of security and having a guy like Nelson Aguilar go deep and maybe make some big plays down the field. So these can all be questions that can be answered. Uh, Murph, we all know, you know, as Michael Colleone said, there are things being negotiated that'll solve all your problems and answer all your questions. That's all I can tell you about my business. Um, And that's exactly what Bill Belichick is going to do. I think Belichick would love to address each and every press conference he gives by saying that and walking off the podium. I really, I have my. That would be brilliant. Oh, I would love it. Please let me. Please let me in the room for that one. Oh God, I think he would love it. I really do. (laughs) One other point that I that I want to make is is the the fact that some of the guys that may be left off this roster, we talked about depth earlier, and and that's the Mm -hmm. depth at the um at the fullback position. We all know that the fullback position, especially in this offense and the way that it's progressing is going to be really, really important. And I'm hoping that, uh, Bill keeps both Jakob Johnson and welcomes Danny Vitale in, into, uh, into the fold after opting out last year. And, and we're, we're not just going with one and running out a linebacker out there at the end of the season. <laughs> Absolutely. I would love to see it especially an offense that's just predicated on using the fullback in so many different ways that the Patriots are. 
our good friend, the Countess of Plaza herself, Miss Claire Cooper, I want to give her credit for the theory about Dalton Keene maybe kind of rounding into a future fullback role. And I think that's a possibility. Yeah, uh, if you keep Dalton on the roster as a fourth tight end, that gives you the option to be able to right. roster guys like Jakob, like, well, with the roster exemption, of course, that helps. Well, he has, a, uh, he you has know, an exemption, but. Yeah, yep. exactly. But keeping someone like Danny Vitale on the roster is a smart move. I was really looking forward to seeing what Danny could do in this offense last year. And I right. found out he was an opt-out, much like the rest of the fan base. A little disappointed, but I would love to see what he can do. So I hope Bill uses one of those roster spots, keeps Danny Vitale in the fold, at least for 2021, because I think it could be interesting. We love our fullbacks, Murph. We always did. We always have. We and, do. You know, we that's do, always man. something that we love to see, man. See, this like is why... lineman back there. Why, you it know, is. I, I it had really, an opportunity really to do it in high school a couple of times. It's like, Murph, go line up at full. Hey, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's a great success. Now you're talking, it. Coach. Yeah, absolutely. Um, see, this is the wisdom and counsel we need here on Mondays on Locked On Patriots. It helps kick off the weekend style. Yes. helps get us off the to a great school start. Center. <laughs> the high school That's center right. wisdom and counsel. <laughs> absolutely. The high school center wisdom and counsel because you are a wise uh, and considerate young man. Um but, mm. uh, <laughs> you know, even though there are questions regarding New England's offense, we've talked about some of them here today, but there are still plenty of aspects of the Patriots' defense as we approach the 2021 season that require a little clarification. Here are my good friend's thoughts on the Pats' defense when the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. Locked On listeners, we've all heard the phrase often imitated but never duplicated. It's a part of the sports fans' lexicon, and that's because only the best athletes and sports teams can provide you with the best possible moments. And in that vein, the only ones who could provide the best, healthy, low-calorie, and delicious treats to satisfy all of your snacking needs are the ones who provided the best in the first place. That's right, folks, I'm talking about Built Bar, because no one can do it like they do it. Built Bars are available in a multitude of delicious flavors, 100% real chocolate, soft, easy to chew, and they're not only low calorie and low sugar, but also high protein and high fiber. Built Bar has no crazy additives, half the calories of its most popular competitors, and get this, seven times fewer carbs, seven times fewer grams of sugar, and more protein. So don't delay, do it today. Prepare your taste buds for wow, and make Built Bar your go-to protein bar right now. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Pats fans, Thomas Murphy joins me on the pod today. It's hashtag LockedOnMurph Monday. And, buddy, the Patriots have had some defensive question marks uh, over the course of the last couple of years Primarily last year, I think two of the biggest ones were setting the edge and stopping the run. And right. the Patriots approached this offseason by investing a lot, both on money and in personnel, in trying to upgrade these two areas so far. Matt Judon, Henry Anderson, Devon Godchow brought in his free agents, re-signing yep. Dietrich Wise, re-signing Lawrence Guy. Uh, drafting Christian Barmore, drafting Ronnie Perkins. That isn't even all their moves that they've made. I'm just listing a couple. And whatever the outcome of whatever these players become, you can't say the Patriots haven't made the effort to upgrade. They clearly knew this was a problem, and they put the effort in to bring guys in that could help. But 
To quote the great Vincent LaGuardia Gambini, bud, it's been argued by me, the defense, <laughs> that the biggest offseason move made by the Patriots is arguably one they didn't make. Uh, it's a move made by the player himself, and that's the expected opt-in return of linebacker Dante Hightower. Murph, we sing Dante's praises here on Locked On Patriots an awful lot. I'm a huge fan of Dante. I always have been, always will yep. be. I know you are as well. And with all due respect to Juwan Bentley, who I like as a player, uh, the others that tried to fill this role, Hightower just changes the complexion of this defense. He's the play caller back there. He's the He's the director. And at times, Patriots players looked a bit out of position that year. When Dante Hightower yep. is in the lineup, that's not the case. That being said, Dante is coming off of a year away from the game. There is still some rumblings that his return may not even be concrete. So, Murph, when right. you look at the potential return of Dante Hightower, how big is the impact he can have on this defense? And do you see this as a potential question mark heading into 2021? Um, I, no, I, we'll start at the end first. No, I don't think it's a potential question mark. I think this is uh, definitely one of the most solid groups that the Patriots have. Um, the improvement in this group is is truly unmatched by any other position outside a tight end that we're going to talk about here today. And and you know, Dante Hightower's return is is fantastic. It it, it gives back this front seven its quarterback. It, it it allows them to do so many more things. And and you said that it's it's being talked about that his return is not set in concrete. Well, that's only because he hasn't stepped his feet into, into that concrete. I'm sure once he walks into the building that it's going to change everything, you know, bringing in Judon who was, in my opinion, the best three, four outside linebacker that was available this year is, mm -hmm. is just a, a home run. He, he, you know, the acquisition was, was completely, you know, bolstered up by bringing back Kyle Van Noy um, after he, you know, was jettisoned from Miami stupidly, I think, after signing a, a four-year contract. And McMillan should pr provide really good depth uh, at stopping the run, which we all know was, was really, really difficult for this team last year. Um, I, I can't I I can't put this this uh, this group down in any way, shape, or form. I love what Bill is going to be able to do, and if you think that um, that opposing uh, quarterbacks were seeing boogeymen before, wait until this year. Yeah, I agree with you, uh, especially on Judon. I think maybe. Uh, I can go out on a limb here. My favorite free agent signing that the Patriots made. And this is coming from someone that absolutely clamored each and every day to get Hunter Henry in a Patriots uniform. I was extremely yep. happy to see that. But when you look top to bottom at what these signings are going to do, Junon is someone I think that just really fits the mold here so well. Kevin Ostriker, uh, my good friend and colleague here at the Locked On Podcast Network, host the uh, Locked On Ravens podcast, had him as a guest here on Locked On shortly after uh, Judon had agreed to terms with the Patriots. And he had nothing but great things to say about what he can do on the field and how he fits the Patriots mold. But I agree with you. Having him alongside someone like a Dante Hightower only elevates his game. It elevates Dante's right. game. It allows someone like Juwan Bentley. And I know there's a lot of depth here. I've heard some people say that Juwan's position on the roster may be in jeopardy. I, yeah. I can yeah. understand the argument. I really hope that's not the case because I do see a lot of potential and maybe a right. little bit of Dante in, um, in, uh, um, 
a player like uh, Juwan Bentley. But at the same time, I also look at Juwan and say, I think he needs a little more seasoning and having Dante alongside him this year would be a huge help. Without Uh, a doubt. just having him in the uh, in the lineup and dictating where these guys need to be it's it's so important it really really is folks having dante back allows bill to to use these other players these um situational guys in in the in the right moment in, in the right place uh having somebody like dante hightower in the middle making sure everybody is doing their job and knows what they have to do is going to shine a new light on on guys like Bentley who were asked to do maybe a bit too much last year with those opt-outs. This year, those guys are going to be able to, you know, step back and take a breath and realize this is my job. This is what I need to do. This is what I have to be here for. We are going to see a vastly improved defense uh, this season, and I'm going to give I'm going to give 60% of that. Uh, credit to just the presence of Dante Hightower coming back. Yeah, I will absolutely as well. Uh, and I think that's a pretty good uh, um, percentage. And I agree with you wholeheartedly. So I agree. I think this is going to be an interesting, uh, you know, development for the Pats. I think it's going to be a very positive development for them. And I think it really is going to change the complexity of that defense, which does have a lot of new faces on that uh, uh, that unit, whether it be the front seven or even in the, uh, uh, the defensive backfield, which we'll get to in a second. Because when we look through the positional depth charts but the Patriots are pretty deep on paper on the interior of the defensive line pretty well set at linebacker set at the edge uh, pretty solid in the defensive backfield as well both at corner and at safety even after the retirement of someone like Patrick Chung but there are questions. There are always questions, bud. Let's face it. Uh, Stephon yep. Gilmore, J.C. Jackson, uh, a lot of questions about whether either of them are going to be placed on the trading block between now and the deadline. Uh, how much will the Patriots miss Jason McCourty, who recently defected to the uh, uh, Miami Dolphins? Uh, can the younger linebackers? Mm-hmm. I know. Cut, I know. Cut that out. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so gross. I so know. gross. I know. I know. Taking the talents of South Beach, it's uh, it's a tough, it's a bitter pill to swallow. Yeah, sooner or later um, you're going to run out of freaking guys to pilfer flow and and have to do this <laughs> on your own. But you know, killing me, Smalls. They're killing me. Oh man, I know, I know. And we say that with every bit of reverence to Brian Flores. Really, oh yeah, great guys. We love in this business. Uh, but uh, you know, it's just it, it's tough. Stop, stop blowing hoes in my ship. That's exactly what yep. I feel like yelling at him, you know. But uh, now that we've, uh, you know, talked Hightower, now that we've talked some of the linebackers and edge rushers rounding into form, Murph, what is the biggest remaining question mark heading into the 2021 season on defense for the Patriots? Um, stability and longevity, um, you know, at, at the back end. Uh, you, you know, we, we did just lose Jason McCourty. Uh, Patrick Chung has retired. They lost Terrence Brooks to Houston there another pilfering right there um but my my issue with this group is to whether or not Stefan Gilmore gets signed and how things play out with JC Jackson because quite honestly bud I am not thrilled with this group as uh as depth uh as as much as I have been in the past I love Phillips uh, Devin McCourty's still there. Duggar, Jalen Mills was a fantastic say. But when you, when you look at the cornerback position, we are, you know, once again in that what is going to happen in 2022 mode. I know you all want to live in the moment, 
but that's that's not what I do. That's not what we do. I am always the glass half full, half empty kind of guy, and um, and Mike's the glass half full kind of guy. That's probably why we 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 love each other so much and we get along so well. <laughs> and we, you know, but it, it's it's there there are questions. There are questions that you know I I just I don't want to see D Virgin out there in a starting role because somebody got knocked down. That's that's where I'm at right now. It's at it's at these spots that. I am still a bit iffy. While while the the top guys, the guys at the top of the pyramid are there and happy, I want to see both of these guys signed to an extension. I don't think JC Jackson's going to happen. I've got every finger and every toe um uh crossed hoping that um that uh Mr. Gilmore is given a new 3-year deal that is going to put a smile on his face. Yeah, and I think a lot of Patriots fans would agree with you. I know I definitely agree with you. I love uh, the fact that uh, uh, Stefan is still on this roster, that he made it through the draft without being right. dealt. And I think it's a good sign for the future of the way this team is going to shake out. And I do agree with you in uh, uh, regard to uh, J.C. Jackson as well. And I'm I hopeful. Think that, I'm hopeful. Yeah, with, with the exactly. way they, they attack the draft and free agency, I'm hopeful that that's the goal. Um, I, I would have liked to have seen it before the um free agency period ended and before the draft and but like you said we said earlier this is a living breathing thing and and it, the season hasn't started yet bill has plenty of cap space left which he he makes sure he goes into every single year to make moves moves can still be made yes moves can still be made and the question question uh, on everybody's mind is are those moves going to include more undrafted rookie free agents uh, right now yeah. with the exception of Quinn Norton they haven't really signed too many so why are those spots remaining opened are the Patriots looking to clear roster space what are they doing but uh, for them to only dip their toe into one undrafted rookie free agent this year is a bit odd right. and there's got to be a reason for it Bill never does but anything without a plan folks the, the the reason in, in my belief is the fact that that Bill wants to deal this year specifically um, with, with as many veterans as he can. He does not want to have to teach terminology to a bunch of of kids that are you know walk in at the first day of class and yesterday they were in um, home economics and now you know this period. Hey, welcome to trigonometry. Yeah, it's true. It really is. You know, start teaching calculus when everybody is still trying mm -hmm. to master algebra one. Uh, it's a difficult circumstance, and uh, that is a very good point. One Especially that I don't think in is this made defense. enough. People talk about this offense to, you know, the 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 uh, encyclopedia Bill Tanica, and it, it, they don't understand that there's two volumes of that. And the one on defense, there there are two volumes for every letter of the alphabet. Yeah, absolutely. And look at the early days of the Patriots dynasty in terms of how Bill built this, especially this defense, bringing in guys right. like Brian Cox, Roman Pfeiffer. Uh, you know, you look at the, the backfield, Terrell Buckley oh. and Otis Smith and all those guys that were coming in, playing roles, major roles, uh, you know, helping yep. out the established veterans. These guys were just savvy players that knew the Bill Belichick system and knew how to succeed here. And I think you're seeing a lot of that and building that veteran presence uh, will only help to uh, assimilate rookies uh, in in further years. So I think you're on to something, bud. This is why you're yep. family here at Locked On Patriots. The wisdom, Once the counsel. Once in a while, I hit the nail on the head. You hit it more often than not, buddy, because, you know, you lend the wisdom and counsel like no other. Um, folks, you should already be following this man on Twitter. But for any of our new listeners, follow my good friend, the Count of 
Murphy Fisto at Team Murph 207. You always learn more about the game of football by following this man. And of course, never miss any of Murph's Monster Keys columns. They are always point, click, learn, enrichment material, proudly found on diehardbostonsportsfans.com. And of course, never miss an episode of One Patriot's Place with my good friend Murph, our guest tomorrow here on the pod, our good friend Steve Balistrieri, and of course, how could we forget the Countess of Claz herself, Miss Claire Clazy Claire Cooper. But what can I say? Thank you, honored and humbled as always by your presence. Always my pleasure, bud. Great show. Uh, just sitting down here every Monday with you, sipping a cup of coffee uh, with a little bit of Irish add to it uh, is, is always a good thing. And, and I appreciate you asking me back time and again. Oh, of course. I told you, Mondays belong to Murph. The hashtag Locked On Murph Monday is set in stone. The chair is embroidered. Uh, the only thing that's, uh, I think, more indelible to the Locked On Patriot Studios than your presence here on Monday is the total poster left behind by my good friend Mark Schofield, which never comes down, <laughs> folks. But Murph has definitely made his imprint on this, uh, uh, this, this show, this podcast, and I could not be more grateful to you, my friend. Uh, thank you for always accepting the invite every time I put it out on Mondays and we look forward to talking ball with you right here again next Monday on Locked On Patriots. In the meantime stay safe and well buddy and we look forward to having you back here next week. Yeah the U.S. military couldn't keep me away. Keep going bud. (laughs) Absolutely my friend. And so Patriots fans one day of your work week down but plenty more to go here on Locked On Patriots. And while we here at the Locked On Patriots podcast have you covered with all the latest news, notes, and analysis you need regarding your favorite team in Foxborough, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And as for Locked On Patriots, make sure that you do not miss a single second of the action by following the Locked On Patriots podcast on platforms such as the Odyssey app, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Just make sure that you are staying locked in to Locked On Patriots. Once again, my name is Mike DeBate. I thank my good friend Thomas Murphy for his time, his insight, and his appearance on today's pod. But most of all, I thank you so much for listening and for continuing to make Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Until tomorrow, Foxborough faithful, stay safe, stay well, be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone.